You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Inside Purple and Gold. It's the off season. We're recording on a Tuesday afternoon. If you like what you're hearing, though, please give us a follow. Inside Purple and Gold, anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey app. Um, We're going to be dropping content throughout the off season. So just because the Vikings aren't playing week in, week out, um, doesn't mean you still can't hear us talk football. Which leads us to the Vikings are not playing. And they were not playing last weekend, but football was still happening. Um, and, it's, and I feel like now is a pretty good time just to talk about the playoffs as a whole. Everyone loves to still talk about it, even if even the most heartbroken Vikings fan, mm-hmm. uh, I would imagine, tuned in to the, this past weekend because you only have a few more games of football left. Um, kind of got to soak them up as, as you get them. Let's talk about the Philadelphia-New York game first because – to me, 38-7, you bring up memories of, of obviously the Vikings going to Philly for the yeah. NBA championship game a few years ago. That game just proved to me the Giants are not very good and the Vikings yeah. would have gotten destroyed whoever they played. Yeah, I mean, I kind of thought, my initial thought was like that championship caliber stuff that like Quasi said it all the time in his final press conference and then O'Connell brought it up and actually it was in the Ed Donatel firing statement or whatever right it's like we need to have this championship standard Mm -hmm. it feels weird to say that after a giants loss you know what i mean like they had already beaten the giants the giants from a roster standpoint i mean they talked about the talent threshold the giants are Mm -hmm. so far away from that right i mean does even after like this philadelphia game i think we went from hey maybe they found something in in danny dimes and that he's kind of their geno smith i guess or whatever but like it went from that to like, oh man, when he actually has to throw the ball, that's trouble, right? That was the thing with the Vikings is they yep. just ran Daniel Jones because like, why would you risk him throwing it? Um, and I think, uh, you know, you just saw the talent disparity in those rosters and it's not, you know, we'll get to the other games, but like every result in the playoffs told us that the Vikings are still a couple steps away. Um, mm-hmm. That's not necessarily, I'm not raising an alarm bell here because like, that's probably true of most teams in the league. And also like the, the Vikings have a better foundation than a lot of teams, but it is alarming when you're that close to the cap, when you looked at a hundred million dollar offense last year and a $70 million defense, like you're just like, man, the, the ownership has, has spent, there has been some success in the past bringing in some players, even though some of those guys are getting kind of older, but even with kind of all the things they did, right. There was enough that's wrong. And I think this kind of just dispelled the notion that, you know, in my mind, you could go all the way back to week two and be like, well, the Vikings got beat 24 seven. 
but the defense actually held the Eagles scoreless in the second half. Mm-hmm. And you're like, if, if cousins takes advantage and I say specifically cousins because he struggled so much against the blitz, if he takes advantage of some better field position, like that should have actually been closer to like 21, 24. I'm not saying that the Vikings would have won the game, but it wouldn't have been that disparity. The Eagles just, widen the gap though you know during the season and and howie roseman came in and really just dumped talent on that roster even if it was like a down with sue or whatever right he's kind of old robert quinn go get in robert quinn and like um this game alone would tell you how far likings are i actually would argue there's other games that were played in the playoffs that continue to reinforce that point though yeah so i mean by the transitive property, the Vikings lose to the Giants. The Giants then lose by 31 to the Eagles. The Vikings are still a ways away. Let's stay in the NFC. Um, 49ers beat the Cowboys 19 mm-hmm. to 12. Game was good. Like it was a good game, but like kind of more proof that I guess like Yeah. Like you're you're just not where the Niners are. And you're probably not even where the Cowboys are. Dak was awful in that game. The game as a whole was clunky. Um, mm-hmm. Offense, you know, it was just field goals basically in, until the fourth quarter. It, it, just watching that game play out the way it did, though, I just kind of found myself jumping back to like, okay, theoretically, if the Vikings were to have beaten the Giants last week, they would have then played the Niners. I do not think it's a seven-point game. And I don't think Dallas played very well. I just don't think Vikings are very close to either of those teams. Yeah, I think it's actually interesting to look at it from the um, from the Dallas perspective first, because that's a known, right? We know that the Viking, the Dallas came here, were favored and won forty to three, right? And I think, I mean, to be fair, things have to go wrong early in a game for that score to get that out of hand. But like, there's no party that thought the Vikings, like, if you rolled that back ten times, the Vikings would win. You know, like a handful of those or whatever and like you know what i'm saying so like so like i don't know if it's always 40 to 3 but like dallas looked that much better and we know how explosive dallas could be against worse teams right like i think that colts game they played because like the colts kind of hung with them and all of a sudden just they kicked in another gear dallas did and and blew away and like think of how uh the niners contain that offense right and flummox stack and like um you know just just they did a lot right right and i think um that should be the first perspective point and then yeah it's to the second one i mean it would have been interesting to see the vikings play the niners in the regular season right and then you kind of have that as like as like a control or whatever but um it feels like it would have been 19 or worse right the the 19 playoff game uh or worse and i think in some ways that's almost more devastating because as much as losing to the giants losing by one score having beaten the giants in the regular season like at least it's kind of new. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's just hard to watch like the same thing again with a new yeah. regime um, and, and with what seemed like kind of a rejuvenated roster. Um, but I, yeah, the, the whole time I watched the, the Niners, I think the big takeaway is if Mac Jones can do what he did against the defense and Mike White can do it and whatever you go down the list, right. Are these quarterbacks who are inferior and, and, and did well against the Vikings. Like Brock Purdy is the best of the rest in kind of that category. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like they've, it makes sense, but they've committed to him next year. Um, you know, there's big implications then for like Garoppolo who's serviceable and could play somewhere else. Uh, there also is for Trey Lance. Um, and so like, obviously people notice he is from minnesota um but uh one of our guys is already written. All it's gonna take tom yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And, uh, one of our guys has already written he should be your next uh favorite minnesota based or minnesota born player or whatever but um but i you know i think uh brock purdy would have would have done fine in this one right we saw some flaws in his game we saw what it 
was like for him to play against a good defense. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, um, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I think we all know this, that that would have been a, a pretty tough one for the Vikings. And, um, and, you know, it's just sad. We're going to go through all these games and you're just going to see more and more evidence that, you know what I mean? The Vikings have a little ways to go. And I guess where I'd push back is I don't think it's as big of a chasm as people think. It's more like the Vikings really don't have a lot of misses left, right? Given where they are, yes. they really have to hit, whether it's the draft or being the right defensive coordinator or which veterans you keep or whatever, all that stuff. Yeah, I think that's a good perspective point. It's like they're not they're not close to these three teams. Uh, three, I mean the Eagles and Niners who will be playing and, and the Cowboys. And Cowboys who, yeah. they're, they're not close, but they're not like eons away. The, 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 the bigger point is that who are the Vikings most like from this past weekend? They're most like the New York Giants who got destroyed. So there, there's going to be things that need to change over the course of this off season. Um, if the Vikings want to contend at a high level next season, the schedule is unkind. We'll, we'll go through that. I'm sure at some point this off season, maybe we'll yeah. do a little predictions. Um, I don't think we'll be predicting 13 wins with, with the way the first place. No, set no, I'm not uh, bad at bold again. I think, I mean, I think one learn for the giants and I think you're right that the giants are the closest. The giants are way less t- talented than the Vikings. They're just yes. really well coached with Dayball. And I think what we should remember is like part of development is Kevin O'Connell's development. I know we said that a few times, but like, because, because we could see some issues with his play calling, you know what I mean? And in mm-hmm. certain moments, like, he can pinpoint and also i think he's willing to learn on in those and we just that is also a way to to uh close a talent gap right like if people go man you have to overhaul this whole defense and like who's your receiver too and all this stuff i'm not i'm not saying like the vikings become the 49ers let alone like a juggernaut in the afc um on o'connell's improvement alone but again if you do a lot right he can start closing gaps and i think that's yeah. that's also learned with the giants like man dayball is really good and that yeah. you know i know they got you know they got crunched here but like they had a good season i mean they did better than they thought the giants would do so yeah, yeah. It, it's like a it's like a winding road that's all connecting because dayball is a very very good coach and the bills missed brian dayball this year um that was yeah, clear yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. especially in this divisional matchup with